0: You have officially tuned in to Everyday
1: Idiots. (laughs) I'm Abel.
0: I'm Christina.
1: This is a podcast where we'll talk about
0: the silly side of life, love, and comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good morning, Abel.
1: Good fucking morning, Christina. You look very happy today.
0: Thank you. I am. Why is that? uh, Well, I don't know. Um, I, I attribute it mostly to just like the sun is shining. Yeah, it's not horribly freezing anymore. Correct. And I'm in denial of my emotional stunting. So I think <laughs> just it's a good day to is, look away from the truth. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> is
1: is emotional stunting a, a thing?
0: I don't know. Like, is it? I mean, it in more of like emotionally stunted, looking away from my problems um <laughs>
1: okay well this isn't a podcast about your problems as much fun as they are
0: but <laughs> you know what we're going to talk about some problems though we're going to talk about the funny things about some problems we're oh, gonna we are yeah okay we're gonna talk about uh some kind of funny relatable stories about being poor yeah <gasps> being we, poor yeah most being of us poor sucks yes it does but it puts you in hilarious situations
1: <laughs> yes it does yes it does <laughs> Oh, now I know why um, you're so happy today. It's because your ears are caffeinated.
0: That's true, you guys. Um, For those who you are listening to this, because it's a podcast and you're not watching on YouTube, (laughs) which, by the way, you can go watch on YouTube, um, I'm wearing uh, little coffee cups as earrings. That's right, folks. I'm going to be wearing pretty much fun earrings almost every podcast. So if you're only listening to this, you're missing out. But we will describe the earrings to you. Don't worry. Yes. Don't, you know.
1: Yes, the earring flare. It's, It's a real thing.
0: By the way, I just ordered more. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Did you get some for me too?
0: Your ears aren't pierced. I had to look. I was like, can I?
1: They they make clip ons. That's true. I
0: don't have any clip ons. Those things hurt. Um,
1: (laughs) Well, maybe it's one of those things I should do in my midlife crisis.
0: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I go with you to get your ears pierced. Sweet. Yeah, I just bought banana earrings. Banana earrings? Well, I have a banana outfit, so <laughs> I've been meaning to for a year now to get...
1: What are you laughing at?
0: What is what is possibly funny about...
1: <laughs> if I had a picture of you in a banana suit,
0: <laughs> which is
1: just hilarious... <laughs> It's a
0: normal full banana outfit, okay? You guys, like I don't it's not
1: funny. I'm sure it'll look fantastic, but in, in my mind. Okay, so here's like the truth of, of why this popped in my head when when I uh, went to the turkey trot uh on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and um did that with my daughter and some friends and it was a lot of fun. What a
0: turkey I, trot?
1: Oh, you don't know what the turkey trot is. Is
0: that a race?
1: It is a five miler that they do on thanksgiving morning
0: okay yeah i've heard of this
1: and but it's like no one really takes it seriously it's all about just getting out getting your body moving before you go and gorge yourself on on whatever is on the table (laughs) that day and um but as i was getting close to the end of the race i had passed this guy in a gorilla suit who was next to a guy in a banana suit oh
0: boy
1: and um as i got closer to the finish line they pass me. They're both running like full on, and uh, the the monkey is chasing the banana all the way to the finish line.
0: <laughs> I don't love like mascots or like sometimes big elaborate costumes. Like that. I mean, I do, but sometimes they freak me out. But when they start fighting each other, it's the funny as shit like a, a monkey chasing a banana would just make my day that's that's the best thing ever especially since and, and you know when it's the case where they look at each other but they don't know each other yeah but then they see the opportunity and then the monkey <laughs> yeah. just runs and is like i know it's happening it's like have you ever seen those videos of like the chick-fil-a like cow fighting or the chickens from a chicken place like start fighting the cow from the chick-fil-a no they're I on the street like one. give it the signs ah i have to look at And then his sign says, eat more chicken. And so the chickens, the people in the chicken costume, just run. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best thing ever. Oh, I love that.
1: Okay, so if you're wearing a monkey suit, Mm -hmm. I would not need a, oh no, if you're wearing a banana suit, I would not need a monkey suit.
0: You know I have a monkey suit, right? You, that's how you met me. <laughs> the first time you ever met me, I was dressed up as a monkey with that's a top right. hat. And I was serving alcohol. Uh,
1: you must be so conflicted. <laughs> half monkey, half banana. Ah,
0: oh. it's hard, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: we haven't gotten to the real topic I yet. Know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. This
0: has been a lot of monkeying around i apologize (laughs) We really Uh, slipped on that conversation we're we're gonna peel out now Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god being poor
0: abel tell me your good poor stories
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh there's so many of them yeah i grew up like dirt 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 poor like i mean Dirt would have been wealthier than me. Um, mm. That's that's how poor I was. Uh, but there's like one one story that I have in mind that there's so many twists and turns to it. And it's gonna it's gonna start out <laughs> sound like a real tragedy. Oh. Then it gets beautiful. Oh, and then it's tragedy tragedy all over again.
0: <clears throat> okay.
1: Okay. So um, we were. Um, in the process of, well, let's we'll see. Let me think about where I want to start the story. So i taken on a new job. Okay. Um, and it was a job that had, re- I'm in sales, and they had really, really long sales cycles. Okay. I was very, very early in my sales career back then. Um, and one of the deals that I was working on turned into a massive, massive deal. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I was not the sales rep on the account. I was part of the account team. And so I didn't even have like a, a big percentage that I would earn in terms of commission, but I would definitely earn commission on this deal. Mm. Um, I was also in the process of, of buying a house. I had a young family. Um, and, uh, and so like this deal became really, really important um, and uh, the, the deal closes It was, I think, $14.5 million.
0: Jeez.
1: It was ginormous. Oh, man. Um, And I was a week away from payday. My commission on this deal would have been about $250,000. Wow. Um, It would have been the biggest commission check I'd ever
0: gotten. I would whistle right now if I could. (laughs) I would subject you guys to my sad whistle.
1: (laughs) But, uh, uh, yeah, my VP was in, in town that week, and he calls me into a conference room. And you never want to be called into a private conference room mm. with, like, your boss's boss.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and that's just ugh, not good. He calls me in, and he tells me that um, that, that account was a house account. And because it was a house account, I was not going to get paid on that deal. At all? At all. And he had a one-page document. He slides across the table. And he said, you need to sign this right now um, or you're getting fired.
0: Holy shit. They, like, box you into a corner or, like, they, I don't know the term for it, but, like, pinned you in the corner and, like, forced you out of your money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, the reality is, if I didn't sign that, um, I could have sued the company, yeah. would have gotten paid on that deal. Um, but, like, I was really young mm. and, and extremely afraid of this guy in particular. And, uh, and so I signed it um, mm-hmm. right then and there on the spot. Um, I left that room. I called my boss. My boss didn't even know about this. Um, and I told him, I just, I got to go home. Um, and it was just like a really, really down moment. Um, and, uh, um, now the silver lining on this, if there is a silver lining, is that they applied it to my quota credit. Um, so, um, even though I didn't get paid on it, I was over quota. Um, Mm -hmm. so the club trip came up and I get to go on this club trip. The club trip was to Hawaii. Okay. That's,
0: that's nice. It was nice, but I was poor. (laughs) Oh, so they're basically like, we'll put you on this trip, but like, good luck paying for things in Hawaii kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, my gosh. I mean, they're,
1: they're paying for the hotel and for the airfare and for majority of the food, but there was still meals I had to cover. Yeah. There was still like sightseeing and other stuff. Yeah. And so there's still things that I had to pay for. Um, and like, we were really, it was just, money was really tight. Yeah. Um. And, uh, and so while we're on the trip, we ran out of money. Oh my.
0: This feels like a slap in the face. Oh, totally. Because he knows how much he pays you. And then he sends you to a place where, yeah, they're covering most of it, but they know how much you have to, like, roughly be covering. Like, it's literally like, here's a a way for me to, like, not only take all your money, but also bankrupt you to send you on this. (laughs) What a fucking dick move. (laughs) Like, Uh,
1: totally. Yeah. So um, it was our last night there. And it was the night of the award ceremony. Everyone that was there was getting an award because we were all over quota. And so I get this really nice heavy plaque and you know, it has my name on it, but they misspelled my first name.
0: Not again. Yes, again. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean,
1: this one didn't say a-hole, this one didn't say anal. Um, it was just a misspelling of, of my first name, A-B-L-E, instead of AB Like what I did? Um, all the time, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, in my defense, I misspelled it once, and then my phone has autocorrected your name. <laughs> and I don't notice it. And so okay. I've been misspelling your name, like, a bunch.
1: It's, it's okay. It's all good. It's funny. Uh, so my name was misspelled on this really nice, heavy... Black. Yeah. Um, and uh, And my wife was also pregnant. And so because she was pregnant, we didn't want to take two suitcases and just one more thing for her to drag around. No. So we took a massive oversized suitcase that now had souvenirs and this oversized placard with my name, misspelled name on it. Um, and so I was afraid it was going to be um, over the weight limit. And so we get to the airport. And I had enough miles that um, I was in the first class line, even though I wasn't sitting in first class. Um, and I noticed that I'm right next to somebody famous. Um, or the man behind me is someone Oops. famous. It was... Um, now, you probably don't know who he is. Okay. Um, but... Uh, and, and he's since passed. Um, but his, his name was Don Nelson. He was the coach of the Dallas Mavericks. Oh. And I just couldn't resist i'm like talking to don nelson and uh, we're talking basketball of course and one of the first questions he asked me is so are you a mavericks fan to which i respond oh no i hate the mavericks
0: (laughs) that's what you say when you meet don no forget you guys i was also a big fan (laughs) i I
1: told him i'm I'm a fan of yours because i love what you're doing with the mavericks But I'm a Spurs fan and like we are a rival, a rival team. Um, And so anyway, we had a somewhat awkward conversation because I made it awkward by telling him I'm not a fan. You
0: could have lied, Abel. (sighs) (laughs) So
1: now it's my turn to go up and put the suitcase up on the scale and it's overweight. And I'm like, I don't have any fucking money. Um, I don't want to pay the $50 extra or whatever the fee was um, to get this suitcase home. Um, and so right there in the first class line, um, in check-in, in in front of the famous guy I just insulted, I start, I unzip my suitcase and I start emptying shit out of it. One of the things is that heavy placard with my misspelled name on it. (laughs)
0: Good. Throw that in the trash.
1: I literally threw it away. (laughs)
0: Good.
1: (laughs) So that was a pretty embarrassing moment for me and not only that but it actually got a little bit worse Mm. um so i was able to get the thing like just under i think 50 pounds it was like 49 and a half pounds so that was fine off we go we're flying home and uh we land in austin and uh still i have no money Mm -hmm. um go and get the uh the truck um that was parked there for uh, what several days now and I couldn't pay to get the truck out. Oh no. Now, payday was a day away.
0: Right. Um,
1: but still, there was like no money in my account. Um, and uh, I go up to the to the exit. Um, the guy tells me how much it costs. I can't remember how much it was. And I asked him if he'd take a check. And he'd go, uh, no, we don't take checks. I'm like, well, I'd really appreciate it if you would. I was trying to be nice. Um, and he goes, nope, sorry. And so um, I opened up the console in the truck, which was filled with change. And I start counting change. The
0: guy's going to wish he took the check.
1: (laughs) About halfway through and me just standing or, you know, parked there in his lane. He goes, just write me a check. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Checked it up, bounce. Actually, like, turn things around mm. after that. But that was definitely a really, really awkward and embarrassing moment.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's a good story, though. Is it? <sighs> like, it's a good...
1: <laughs> like, just I'm going sure. through that memory. Yeah. Like, it makes my head feel hot.
0: <laughs> yes. I, I got to tell you, though. Like, I think all of my most, like, cringy or kind of funny stories of being poor all have to do and are like emphasized and heightened because I was around rich people at the time and they make these assumptions that you can pay for this or do that and that kind of thing but you're really put like I know it's kind of an odd thing to say but you're put in an position just being around them like financially go and get a coffee driving here whatever simple things and you're like I kind of can't keep doing this <laughs> and so um But there's also times where it's just your fault, like, in being (laughs) (laughs) poor. Like, some some things where, like, it's just totally on you. I have two stories. I don't know which one I should do. One is, I don't know if it's that funny. Uh, Maybe I'll save it for last. I'm not sure. And it's because I I was around rich people, um, and there is a celebrity story in it, too. But I think the more, like, ridiculous thing that I did... And I, I cringe, and I'm like almost reluctant to tell you guys, like, how not long ago this was.
1: <laughs> well, this part I think you can make up. So, twenty-eight years ago.
0: Twenty-eight years ago, at my birth, um, <laughs> I made a poor financial decision. <laughs> no i don't know how much i can really lie on this one
1: but i came into the world I, I came into the world poor i did i had not a dollar to my name actually <laughs>
0: what's really crazy didn't is even have any
1: clothes came into the world naked
0: my parents actually thought about giving me up because they didn't have enough money when i was born that's real oh they didn't that's but very sad yeah like so they were actually very poor and they had my two older brothers and my mom couldn't work because you know daycare was more expensive than her going to work kind of thing Mm -hmm. and my dad was working and basically they were so worried about having enough money to like feed me and clothe me and so they were actually talking about potentially letting me like live for like some time like a first few years or something like that like with my aunt wow yeah because they were worried that they literally couldn't afford me. My pregnancy was not planned. <laughs> I mean, the pregnancy of me. me.
1: <laughs> the pregnancy that brought you into this world. <laughs>
0: that pregnancy. Not
1: your other pregnancies.
0: <laughs> I have no other pregnancies. That's a good financial decision that I've made. Um, <laughs> I don't have that many. I have to count all of them. You know. No, but um, yeah, like they were like we were really poor. <laughs> but it was
1: boring you get all your pregnancies on no hands <laughs> yeah
0: but they figured it out they were able to keep me um but yeah my mom told me that and uh i remember always shopping at like a 99 cent store or the goodwill the Dallas store yeah the love Dallas the Dallas store. store yeah and so i did that until like i was in like my pre-teens and my mom took me to a mall for the first time and she's like We were going to like Limited Two. Do you guys remember that store, Limited Two? Oh my gosh! We went in there, and I've gone in. I and and like I think I had technically like looked at that store before when we'd rarely visited a mall to buy a gift for like my mom's friend. But Mm we, I had never shopped there. Mm -hmm. And my mom's like, we can go in there into your store, and you can actually buy things. She's like, and we can get you a whole bunch of stuff. Nice. And I just looked at my mom, and I was like, Are we rich? she's like, "No, we can just we can shop at malls now." And I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so we we're there it took him a little while to build up money cuz my dad was trying to make Christian films for a living, which oh. is never a good bankroll on that one. Wow,
1: Wait, wait, wait. I've got to hear about Christian films. Yeah. Wh- <laughs> what was he trying to do?
0: Oh, he was trying to make um god what's the term for it like when you make a film to convince people to convert to christianity like a missionary gotcha. film gotcha. so to speak okay and his so dream was, a was to you yeah. said missionary right yeah okay well he'd gone to like bible <laughs> school but then had gone to be an like got his like english degree and then had gone on to to film school so yes. um but yeah he wanted to do christian films
1: that is crazy yeah uh, so these weren't like reenactments of the crucifixion no no, no,
0: nothing like that it was more of like he's like he's like my dream was to this is so funny my dream was to never get married never have children go to africa and like bring my ministry christian films and like you know convert people to christianity in africa yeah that's what he wanted to do with his life
1: wow that is crazy yeah and but here you are
0: but here i am instead (laughs) and africa has been saved those awful films you're welcome He, he does reality TV now, so much more uh, wholesome and worthy of our time. But you know. So, in a
1: way, you actually saved Africa from the pain of these
0: films. I'm sure technically marrying my mom, realizing there was no money, and then having two kids before me was really... I was the tipping point, though. There, you know, there's no chance, buddy. Give up on your dreams. <laughs> Give up on your dreams. Nice. Because
1: <laughs> he didn't meet Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he did not. No um no my dad does know actually a fair bit of celebrities um i didn't really get to meet them i met andre the giant apparently when i was little i like vaguely remember i kind of remember going to some guy's house and how tall some dude was in his kitchen and i think my dad realized like we put that memory together it was like oh this is andre the giant you know the giant from princess bride that guy
1: yeah the guy was huge
0: yeah i met him when i was like four years old wasn't
1: he like seven feet
0: tall yeah he's like an actual giant
1: yeah yeah um Oh my God, you next to Andre the Giant would be hilarious. Four year old me see.
0: next to Andre oh the Giant.
1: Like you would have come up to his ankles.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the memory of that stuck out literally just because I'd never seen anyone that tall before. I think that's the only way I really remember crazy. meeting him. But yeah. Um, wow. I know. My dad knows random people in the industry, even though he works more behind the camera. But. Um,
1: and you were at his house.
0: Yeah, I was in his kitchen. Uncle Andre yeah hardly (laughs) um no my dad worked with him on like multiple projects that's probably why we were making a house call I guess but um yeah that was fun but uh that's the kind of backstory I guess to give you guys you know money wise but I'll do the quick story of the really my fault with money I'm 28 now sadly I made this decision on my 25th birthday cringe I was not doing super well financially. Like I was working a part-time, minimum wage job and was in college part-time. And you know, just doing that and living at home and I wasn't really worried about things. And um, I don't know, like I was just all about living in the moment and having fun and going out and just, my one of my best friends was getting married, mm-hmm. like the day after my birthday, I think. So I'd gone out to California for her wedding, and then it was going to be my birthday at the same time. So what I was going to do I was going to go to go do my birthday mm-hmm. at Disneyland because mm-hmm. I missed Disneyland because I grew up like an hour and a half away from there, and so and I'd gone there for my birthday growing up sometimes, and it was just like something I'd really missed after right. moving to Texas. So I went there for my birthday with my friend uh, out in California who I'd <clears> missed, and we, so we went out to there. And while we were there, like halfway or like later in the afternoon or something, I had uh, run out of money.
1: <laughs> at Disneyland.
0: At Disneyland on my birthday.
1: Was Now, at that moment, was it still the happiest place on earth?
0: <laughs> it became slightly more stressful. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what's worse about it was like, yes, I had that overwhelming feeling of like, fuck, <laughs> I literally ran out of money. But like, also, I was just like, well... It's my birthday, I'm still gonna enjoy Disneyland and I have a credit card, so
1: it. So where were you the moment like or what were you buying the moment that you realised you didn't have money?
0: Probably something stupid. I don't know what I was buying. <laughs> probably like some Mickey Ears or pretzel. And like I I think a card had gotten like um like declined or something. And then I went and checked my balance and there was just like $2 or something ridiculous
1: in there. <laughs> and I haven't been at Disney. Well, let's see. I haven't been at Disneyland in forever. Yeah. I've been more recently into Disney World. Um, but I remember, and this is years and years and years ago, more than three years ago now. Everything cost a minimum of $16. Yeah. Like yeah. $16 was the cost of like a drink.
0: Yeah.
1: And then everything went up from there. So insanely expensive and ridiculous.
0: It honestly is. Um, I've never been to Disney World, but I can only imagine with like Epcot and everything and all the food. Like it's got to be just like really expensive and probably more expensive than Disneyland if I had to guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's stupid pricey. So Mm -hmm. like I had like two or something bucks like in my account (laughs) and I don't think I ever had like another bank account. That was like it. That was like my money. And I was like, well, okay, I have a credit card. I guess I'm just going to use that. And have my paychecks come in in hopefully the right amount of time. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't think I'd ever been that irresponsible financially as an adult as that day. Um, yeah, it was kind of kind of embarrassing, but it's also bad that I was just sort of like I'm just going to continue, like maybe spend slightly less the rest of the day. <laughs> And I had faith for other things, like, getting home in, like, the next, like, you know, few days and stuff. But, like, I was just trying to be more minimal about it. And, right. But, you know, it, it was fine enough. I think I had to borrow, like, a small amount of money from my dad, like, mm-hmm. in between paychecks when I got home. Mm-hmm. But I had a realization not too long after that where, like, my dad was like, this is just so irresponsible. Like, you need to, like, save your money and, like, stop spending like this. And I was like, I'm really sorry. So I did really turn that around. And I promise I'm not the same broke bitch now. And I and started working full time at a bank. Like, I, you know, it's changed, you guys.
1: And when you're in the bank, you've had access to all kinds of money. Yeah, I did. I could spend their
0: money and go, just, <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding.
1: Just a quick trip uh, into the vault and... Yeah. Problem solved.
0: <laughs> so many more problems accumulated. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, the bank life.
0: Yeah. I always make jokes too when people are like, oh, um, you know, like, oh, you could do this or you could steal from that. You know, sometimes people will occasionally make a joke, you know, of like people even cash out or whatever. And I was like, man, if I were to ever have stolen money, it would have been back when I worked at a bank. <laughs> 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 that would have been the time. Uh even then, that would have been pretty hard. Turns out that's actually the more common way banks get robbed is by the employees. mm
1: yes, so yeah, I could see that happen. yeah
0: i it still would be really difficult to do, honestly, <clears throat> and like not worthwhile
1: I right well, you know my uh my daughter was telling me uh, my daughter Nina was telling me the other day that um one of her teammates just got fired from their job. Mm. She works at a local restaurant, and what this guy was doing was. Uh, he would put in you know these these large uh, catering orders. and then, at the end of after he delivered that order, excuse me, <clears throat> he would refund it, but he would refund it to his card mm. And it I think they came up with six thousand dollars. I don't know how many transactions that is, but probably a lot of transactions. and just refunding it onto his his card. Like, I didn't even know they could do that. They had to use the same exact card.
0: Yeah, typically.
1: But he was scanning the restaurant, and uh, they finally caught him, and, and he's fired. Dang.
0: That's wild.
1: Well, that's just not smart
0: no that's the thing is like if you're smart enough to like really pull off like stealing money in one form or another then you're smart enough to make that money (laughs) like just you know what i mean like you're intelligent enough to get like a good paying job yeah granted you might not have all the access to get that job and that's a more social systemic issue but like economic as well but right you know what i mean it's not worth it
1: now, what would have been funnier is if he had given himself gift cards, yeah, like a store credit. But, like, why would he do that? Because he had access to all the food already. Yeah, that's <laughs> But then he'd give them out, he'd sell them. Like, you could have all kinds of little side hustles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we shouldn't start a crime ring, because I don't think we're very good at it.
0: <laughs> Everyday idiots should maybe stay away from crime. <laughs> I don't know. We're dumb enough to do it, but not well. <laughs> uh but yeah tell tell
1: us another story evil funny story oh man that not is, a
0: crime about being poor. that is
1: so much pressure ah <laughs> uh, uh well I, when i was thinking about that previous story that had all kinds of twists and turns to it i, I immediately thought about another story uh less about being poor it was just it, it was really just a hard moment mm-hmm. um so it has it's another commission story um like i've had you know the life in commission. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it sucks. Mm. And sometimes money is really flowing. Um, and I love it when money is flowing. Um, and then sometimes it just comes to a... Um, mm. Like, I don't know what that sound was.
0: <laughs> the bag of money coming to like a clothes. Just <laughs> sucking it out. No more money. No. I, I get it. <laughs> time (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah i i had this job
1: the uh um you know deals were flowing and i was doing really really well um and i converted this this deal and i had a like fifty thousand dollar commission check um and like these aren't normal people so don't start thinking that i have all kinds of crazy money because i don't um it's uh um but you know occasionally you get these really nice bumps and it's awesome Mm -hmm. um and it's it's like part of the reason why i work so hard um and uh and you know got bills to pay and, and mouths to feed and all that kind of fun stuff um so i get this deal done And it was off of an existing contract with a customer that happened um, before I started working with this company. Well, as it turned out, um, so I I get this deal done. I get my commission check, $50,000 in the bank. And uh, then a few weeks later, um, this customer decides to cancel the order. What? That's not normal. You don't you you have terms in the contract that prevent a customer from canceling an order, especially of you know this magnitude. Yeah. Um, but this contract was signed before I was there. I was not involved in it. They signed it with a term that allowed for cancellation, mm. and it was just a terrible, terrible day because I got uh, after delivering the news to my CFO, uh, the CFO in return delivers the news, that I have to pay it back.
0: $50,000?
1: $50,000. I literally wrote a check to my employer for $50,000.
0: Okay, is this the same place?
1: No, different place.
0: Okay, but Uh, I think both places have been ripping you off. (laughs) Okay, I think both places are a little shady, okay?
1: (laughs) Well, I don't work for either of those places ever again. And I don't recommend them either. <laughs> yeah,
0: because, like, you should never expose your employee like that. Like, literally put them in a situation where that could ever happen. Like, there should be safety nets.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And, like, if something goes sideways, it should be on the company, not you.
1: Man, if I only had you there to defend me, that would be been awesome.
0: I, <sighs> I mean, should you, have been, like, be a lawyer or something or just... I don't know. Just someone who comes in and kicks down the door and is like, "No, not today."
1: If only you would have brought Andre the Giant with you too.
0: <laughs> not today. It's what she said.
1: Wasn't he in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger too?
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Like those, both those dudes are huge, and I, I, I yeah. remember. Um, Gosh, it was like, I think like the Conan movie or something like that. Mm. I can't, I can't remember which movie it was, but he was actually like a lot bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. Cause he's like seven something feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. Enormous. And he's like built big, like his whole frame. Right. So yeah, I think it did out.
1: Yeah. he's he's built. I vaguely remember that. He's built like me, big and buff and strong.
0: <laughs> that's well, right. You're just like Andre the <laughs> <laughs> Or Andre Either one. No. You know, you <laughs>
1: Don't feed this ego. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't help anyway. <laughs> uh,
0: that's, you know, uh, Jacob was telling me um, that I have Batman energy. Did <laughs> I tell you about this? No. <laughs> And it was such a weird conversation. It was like this weird long conversation or something. They had said something and they're joking. They're like, "Ah, are you a narc? And I was like, haha, no. And then he was like, um, he's like, uh, you know, cause you kind of seem like a cop or something. And I was like, ha ha, no. He's like, do you ever want to be a cop? And I was like, no. Do I like, seem like some type of a, like a narc or a snitch or something? Like, what is it? Like, He's like, I don't know. He's like, it's kind of like, Energy of like you just like, like justice will be served. He's like, it's like Batman energy. And I'm like, I have never in my life been told that I have Batman energy.
1: That is so funny. Like, I so badly want to have a Christina light to shine in the sky <laughs> anytime I'm like having some kind of big problem in my life.
0: <laughs> it's like a coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> caffeinated (laughs) justice
1: and have you like just fly down here in your batmobile yeah and come to the rescue yes that would be amazing
0: and all it is is i just bust out of there and just like like over the top karen of like no you can't do that (laughs) Not today, no, no, my Christina caffeinated watch of justice. (laughs) Absolutely not. You will pay your employees fairly. I guess that's the opposite of Karen, but like you know what I mean. Just like no business being there, just yelling at people. You will do the right thing.
1: Did you Did you ask Jake why he said Batman and not uh, Wonder Woman? No, and I I need exactly.
0: I need to ask him. I was like, why didn't you say Wonder Woman? She's almost more like justice. Yeah, e, yeah. But I think it's because Batman's like a vigilante. Like, has no business <laughs> necessarily. Being a superhero just decided to be one and will serve justice. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but he's like a rich white dude. I
0: want to be a rich white dude. <laughs> <laughs> Only, man. Only. Instead um, of being an
1: amazing Amazon? No. 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 I'll
0: always pick to be Wonder Woman.
1: Wonder Woman's a badass. Like, I think Wonder Woman is more of a badass than Batman is a badass.
0: Thank you. I agree. I like Wonder Woman more. Yeah. And, like, there is, like, when... And now I'm kind of forgetting which movie it was, but we Batman and Wonder Woman. Was it the Batman versus Superman one? Where they were all in the same movie together? Hmm. I is don't it, remember. I'm terrible. I, yeah, I know. I'm having a bad memory now, but... Um, Plus, a lot of those movies are kind of similar to other movies that they do, so it's occasionally hard to tell apart. But anyways, they're kind of like talking about Batman's character in the film and in Wonder Woman's, and it was like very clearly like she has like this, like, um, I almost want to call it like a Christ-like, like like, pure type of like goodness and energy that is like completely like caring for the people. And Batman has a more, like, real to-do, like, I'm a person who's been through some shit trying to take care of people and is, like, not, you know, fully good and wholesome. And it, like, put things into question, but, like, it also, like... And and he had a crush on her, too, in the movie. Well, who wouldn't?
1: Doesn't everyone have a crush on Wonder Woman?
0: Yeah. But, like, he, he has... I wish I could remember the line, but he has this moment where he kind of, like, verbally, like, acknowledges that she's, like, a better person. Right. And that he admires her, like you know sense of justice and goodness and that he wishes he could have that yeah so
1: well you know batman he's he's also very deceptive wonder woman has like that rope of truth or whatever oh yeah
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's a good one making people tell the truth yes i like that what an interesting like weapon
1: oh my god to have like sometimes you don't want to know the truth though (laughs)
0: Great for interrogation, though. You just get them in the the room and just, you know, rope them up and be like, all right.
1: And tie them up.
0: Spill the beans. (laughs) But, like, that could also go sideways. Like, how often is she, like, wrangling up people and they're like, I'm very scared and very horny right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening a lot, okay? (laughs) She's like, I'm getting a little tired of hearing this. (laughs) Isn't her dad like Zeus? Is that the right one? Zeus. <sighs> Is it Zeus?
1: Gosh, you're you're, into, you're like gonna take me into Wonder Woman lore that I don't have off the top I of my know. head.
0: I know. Sometimes I can be annoyed about this, but I also have a bad memory, so
1: Yes. Yes. Anyway,
0: it's not important. I would rather be called Wonder Woman or having Wonder Woman like Justice vibes, but like maybe it's because I have my dark evil sides anymore <laughs> like that man. <laughs> That's my goal in life, you guys, is to go from Batman to Wonder Woman, okay? That's that's the work I try to do in my, as, you know, a person. So.
1: Well, okay. I've, I've, I'm going to change the subject on you for a second. I'm curious. Because okay. I haven't asked you in, in real life yet um, since our last recording. Have you... Where are you on, on getting ready for stand-up? Put me on the spot.
0: I, I know. Um, I feel... So I've technically written a whole bunch of stuff, like, and I have it in my mind and I've been going over it, but I do need to write it down. Okay. So, um, I do feel like I have a good amount of, well, not like a large amount of material, but a lot of like smaller set right. pieces that we would do for like open bike nights. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just need to write it down and then start like doing it in a more like formatted way. So, but yeah, okay. I technically have the material. I just haven't put it on paper. Okay.
1: So for those of you who don't remember... The last time, we gave ourselves a 30-day challenge. Yeah. And the 30 days is to come up with a stand-up routine Mm -hmm. and go and do our very first open mic night.
0: How many days has it been? Um, Do we know?
1: I think it's been two weeks.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. What have we done? (laughs) Uh.
1: So that means sometime in, like, about the next two weeks, we have to make this happen. Ugh.
0: I need to write this down and start practicing. Yes. Like right away.
1: So I started writing down some stuff. I've been listening to a lot more comedians lately, uh, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, and I need to go and and watch some more also. I think we need to go to an open mic night soon. Yes. And see other people humiliate themselves. So that way we'll feel better about ourselves. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. For morale. Yes. Yes. See how bad they do.
1: And I started writing some, but... I don't love where it is, mm. and everything like other memories start coming into my head. You were making me laugh far more than what I was writing
0: <laughs> oh no see in my mind I, I have the material and I can see myself performing it so I've been rehearsing it mentally okay and my fear is like I'm gonna write it down it's gonna look weird as shit mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna make myself physically do it and go through the motions and it's just gonna be so not funny <laughs>
1: Oh, I can hardly wait. It's gonna be so bad. Okay, so I think like this coming week, um just kind of playing this on the fly here. We got to go and listen to, to an open mic night, and then next week we've got to either be on stage or it's got to be scheduled. And there's an open mic night every night of the week, just about in yeah. Austin. So this isn't like it's not like we have to wait for a blue moon. No. We just have to get ourselves over the hump overcome our fears and be terrible in front of a bunch of people that we don't know
0: i mean we can do this able right we're idiots we can we can do that as
1: i think about it more i don't think i'm gonna invite anybody
0: (laughs) right maybe not the first time
1: no i think i've got to do it a couple of times yeah like gauge the badness of my terrible lack of real comedy skills before I'm like, hey, why don't you come on? It'll be a, a great time. Buy some drinks and like party on. Yeah, I'm just not there yet.
0: Mm. I'm excited and very nervous. Actually, <laughs> I, I don't love the whole two weeks thing since I haven't written anything down technically and I haven't like walked around my room rehearsing it.
1: Okay, well let's we can confirm and check the calendar yeah. to see when that actually we'll was. Figure it out. Um, but the gauntlet has been dropped. <laughs> We just have to go and do it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: oh, clock is ticking.
0: Pray for us, you guys. Pray for us.
1: And if you don't believe in prayer, then laugh for us. Do Or s- that,
0: that would be great.
1: Light a candle for us. It doesn't have to be a Jesus <laughs> candle. There's all kinds of different candles. Um, set out some potpourri for us and put yeah. a little fan behind it. Just do something for us because we need your support. Yeah, we do. Because we're not funny people.
0: No, we're, we're idiots, you guys. What are you not getting about this?
1: We're extremely silly people, but talented in the funny ha ha world.
0: Mm. We'll find out on
1: a stage with a mic. <sighs> Once again, <laughs> that sound seems very, very appropriate. I don't know why. <laughs>
0: It's making me think of the nervous poos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the sound of a titan anus.
0: (laughs) Put that right back up there. Okay, well, you guys, thank you for hanging out with us. We'll be updating you on everything. Thank you for listening to us talk about our idiotic, poor decisions.
1: (laughs) You are an amazing audience the best and we love doing this we have so much fun um even those awkward moments telling stories about ourselves that are really embarrassing (laughs) yeah um also really excited to tell you we just secured a guest for an upcoming recording and really excited about that not going to reveal that yet we will reveal that soon because it's going to be great because, you know, this guy is actually really funny.
0: Yeah, we really like him. We've seen him perform a couple of times, and we were just in right away, like, we have to get him on the podcast. Yes.
1: Yeah. It'll be great. Okay, Christina, this has been fun. Super fun. Have a kick-ass day, everybody.
0: Bye. We'll see you next time.
1: Very serious, now.
0: Okay. We have to do the outro now, Abel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've been listening to the Everyday at His podcast.
0: Where we talk about the silly side of life, love, and comedy.
1: Please like it, subscribe to it, and tell every friend you know about it.
0: Thank you for listening, and check back soon for our next episode. Yeehaw! (laughs) Don't do the yeehaw! (laughs)